We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's got the angle and the bucket. And Embiid is down. Joel Embiid is down on the ground. Uh, this will be the end of his night. He looks like he is in a great deal of pain here. Excellent defense by Kuminga. Oh, I was right there. Landed right on his leg, probably hyperextended. Why? Yeah, why? Why, why, why? Welcome on in. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. If you stayed up late for it, you probably wish you didn't. If you woke up to it, well, we all know the news by now. Joel Embiid hurt last night, probably hurt to start, hobbling around. Not a great night, a lot to react to. Hugh Douglas, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. Hey, and just as a side note, I just want to let you all know, this might just be a Southern thing. But sugar does not belong on grits. Just wanted to put that out there. I haven't had grits in a long time. I've yeah, had grits. You don't put whatever. Whenever you do, do not put sugar on. I think last time I had it was nasty. shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits is okay. Yeah. It all depends on. Like here's the thing. Well, grits talk. It all depends on on who's making this shrimp and grits. Everybody can't make a shrimp and grits. This is this is like a cultural thing, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's it's a cultural thing. Everybody can't make shrimp and grits. So if you get shrimp and grits, Joe. Make sure you don't put sugar on it. Uh, I, you know, I'm writing it down right now. No, oh, sugar, no sugar on grits. grits. Hugh says on 131.24. Unfo- the other thing, you said everyone can't. Everyone can't stay healthy. And unfortunately, that's Joel Embiid's yeah, story. Like, that's tough. It has been. And it's been for a long time. His whole career. He just cannot, unfortunately, stay on the court, stay healthy. So last night, he's a pregame. You know, he's a game-time decision. They give it a go. He tried, you, decided to play. Yep. To try to gut it out. And he's playing, and he looks uh, – look – he he looks you it, beauty's in the eye of the beholder in this case not beauty whatever you want to call it, ugliness the, he's he's hobbling he's he, a little rusty he looked it's either rust or he's really hurt whatever it is and then late in the game he gets hurt worse and now we await an MRI on Joel Embiid as uh, Kaminga got tied up with him maybe a hyperextension I, I'm not sure what it is but but here's where I'm at and then we'll hear from Nick Durris on what the heck happened last night and why he was out there we are a week and a day from the NBA trade deadline. Next Thursday is the NBA trade deadline. And I look at the Philadelphia 76ers, and I see a team that has now fallen to fifth in the Eastern Conference. I see a star player who has been banged up, again, like he always is, for the better part of the you know the last few weeks. And mm-hmm. is now maybe maybe a tough one this time, and we'll see how long he's out. Hopefully not. I see a team with Tyrese Maxey, who's a really nice young player, and he probably makes the All-Star team as a reserve. Fumble cookie ball was out there balling a little bit less. He was. Uh, Tyrese is is taking a nice step, um, but even he's slowed down the last few weeks. I don't think they have enough on this team. I don't believe this is a real contender in the Eastern Conference. 
And as much as, and I'm sure we'll get to some names, there are some really outrageously big names available for Daryl Morey to try to go get and to use the stuff he got in the James Harden trade. I don't want to do it. I don't think this Sixers team is worth it to go all in at the trade deadline. And Hugh, I can't trust Joel Embiid to be physically ready because he's never physically ready. I'm not going in. Hugh, did last night, did Embiid's injury change your mind about what they should do here? Let me say this first. It's unfortunate that Joel Embiid got hurt. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the storyline that night was basically talking about them going all in and how he wanted to win, try to win the championship. Yep. With all that being said, I think they still should go all in, man. It just all, but it's all predicated on how, how his injury goes. Hopefully, he's not hurt bad. But I feel like you know, if you go out there and you get the right piece, that yeah, they should push it all in and go go for it. Yeah, I look at it like this: that you know, the off season they have a lot of cap space. They can make a lot of moves. They could also make a trade right now. I mean, they they could trade for some big names out there. But I don't think this team's very good. I mean, I think we just have been happy they've been okay, pretty good because we were happy they got rid of James Harden. They're fifth in the Eastern Conference. They're not better. They're not even close to Boston. Milwaukee's better. The Knicks look like they're a better team right now. I, I what, what Do we think them trading for something is going to push this forward, like to get out of the second round? Because I, I think don't so. see it. I think so. I, you know what? Before he got hurt and the way that the narrative was going last night, I feel like he was trying to position himself for a playoff run. Because, like I said, I think he's missed, like, what, 12 games so far? And there's no telling how many he's going to miss with this injury that he has now. You only can miss 17 games. You only can miss 17 games. And still so win, I, yeah. And still win the and still win, and still win MVP. I feel like he was trying to position himself not to win another MVP, but try to go deep in the playoffs. So that's why I feel like this team, you should push all in. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. If this, if this injury that he just suffered last night – is not that serious. I think you should go and push all in at the trade. And look, we can we can all cross our fingers. It's not a major injury. The one thing I saw this morning is the Sixers' immediate thought was not super serious, but obviously headed for an MRI, and it's Joel Embiid. It's probably not nothing. I mean, last year we did this, right? It was not super serious, but he hobbled around the entire postseason. It was a thing. He had to wear the sleeve. He missed the game. Yeah, uh, so, a little banged up. Yeah, I mean, he's always banged up. And that I think it makes it challenging. Like some years the team is is – Number one, number two, number three kind of seed. You're like, man, we got to go for it. They're the number five seed right now, and and they're going the wrong way. 215-592-9494. Your reaction to Joel Embiid, and does it change your your thought process if, you know, what the Sixers should do here at the NBA trade deadline one week from today? It does for me. I, I, I can't go in on a team that's best player never could stay on the floor. And I don't think the supporting cast around them is, is – like, what is this team? They're, they're nice. Scrappy. They're scrappy. But scrappy doesn't win NBA championships. Scrappy played well for, my, did play well for Miami yeah, last year, though. Yeah, because Jimmy Butler is a superstar in the playoffs. Joel Embiid is a superstar. In the regular season. I didn't see. Listen, I'm not as off or, or out on Joel Embiid as you are. I think that he was trying to put himself and position himself to get ready for a playoff run. It's just unfortunate. Last night was an f- unfortunate event. Now, you know, there are going to be some people that are going to be mad that, that he played, and they're going to be mad at probably Coach Nurse because he had him out there. But you can't control when injuries happen, even though he did look real clunky throughout the whole course of the game. He looked real clunky, and he looked like he was in a little bit of pain. I applaud him for going out there, but the unfortunate thing about it is he did get hurt, and it did look like he made the injury that he was already suffering from a whole lot worse. So let's hear from Nick Nurse because, yeah, I think there's a lot of frustration. Why was he still on the court late in that game? 
I do believe that Joel is is the one who calls the shots with if he plays or not a lot of the time. Here is Nick Nurse last night about what happened and is it related to what caused him to miss the game Saturday in Denver. Do you have anything you can share with us on Joel and his, his knee right now? Yeah, so um, he uh, obviously got landed on, uh, so... They're going to do an MRI tonight or tomorrow. Um, It's kind of unrelated to what's been bothering him. Um, So we just wait on that. So we wait on that, and and any news we get during the show today, we'll pass it along right away on Joel Embiid's knee and what this uh, diagnosis actually is. All right, let's hear from Nurse on why he was allowed to play last night because we all saw it. If if you stayed up to watch or – you just saw some of the highlights. He wasn't moving well even before he got injured last night. Here's Nurse on the medical staff. What were the conversations in, in clearing him to play tonight yep. in general, and, and yep. how did he feel before before that play yep. happened? How was he feeling? How was he doing? Yeah, so obviously medical cleared him. Uh, Joel obviously is a big part of that. He said he was feeling good. Um, I, you know, he said he's more a little rusty, and, and he'd been, you know, he hadn't, been on the court for for five days um but he said he felt good see the part there when he said joel's a part a big part of that you know the medical staff cleared him but joel's a big part of that you know that frustrates me i mean we're talking about him trying to stay healthy for the playoffs does he not feel that he's hobbling up and down the court he said he's fine but he didn't look fine to me last night Well, i think in, in situations like that you you have to know the difference between being hurt and being injured and i think that he was hurt Last night, and he just wanted to go out there and play for his team. You know what? The thing that really kind of got me was that, you know, you're out there, and I commended him for this, and, you know, unfortunately got banged up, that Tyrese didn't play last night. Tyrese wasn't out there. Yeah, ankle. Yeah. So it, it was one of those things where, you know, they usually they go, go in pairs when they don't play. Mm. But Joel, Joel had to play last night, and like I said, he looked a little banged up. He looked, no, he looked a little slow. He looked a little off, but he was still out there. And in, in a situation like that, when you have a player of his caliber and he tells you he, he can go, you got to let him go, man. You got to let him go. Yeah, but after all these years, I don't, I don't trust him with his body. He, I, I don't. I mean, he says these things or he says I'm in, I'm, says I'm out. I don't know. All I keep hearing is all he cares about is the playoffs, right? That's what I've heard now for two years. Why are you playing if you can't move on January 30th against the Warriors? I don't understand. Yeah, that's a tough one. And then when you talk about the Warriors were leaking oil, they just got back on the, on the right side of things last night. And to be out there, I don't know what drives a, a champion of his caliber. He's or, not a champion. Well, that's what I knew you were about to say that. He's not. And that's why I was about to say mm-hmm. drive a, a, a Hall of Fame player the way that drives Joel Embiid. He wanted to play, man. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. This is one of those stories where I know his, his history does not bode him well in this situation. And I know that people are upset with him. This, this almost feels like he he damned if he do, damned if he don't type situation. It's his career. Basically, basically, that's the case. But hopefully, and I got my fingers crossed, hopefully this is a situation where there's no damage and it looks like, you know, he probably won't even be eligible for the MVP. And hopefully that's the sign that, you know, we get ready for the playoffs and get ready to roll. And so he won't be tired and he won't be banged up for the playoffs. Yeah, and you, you, you know, I, I appreciate your view on it and the optimistic view. I've been, Optimism. I've been, this has been the same thing. He, he was drafted one decade ago. I, I, I just, 
So much time has passed waiting for this guy to be healthy. He's never healthy. I mean, that's just the reality of it. 215-592-9494. It's not so much being mad. I'm not mad at Joel Embiid. I, I, it's you know, just you're frustrated. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, I mean, frustrated and mad, kind of the same. No, but I'm not I'm not mad he's hurt. I, I'm frustrated that he played last night because it seemed like he wasn't physically able to give the effort he needed to. And I don't think that's why he got hurt. On, But it's it added to the whole thing. And I'm also I'm out. Like I, if I'm Daryl Morey, how can I trade the? I actually have assets for the first time in a while, right? He got stuff back for the James Harden trade. How can I cash it in now to have Joel Hobble in an April for, to help you know the player I trade for in a week? I, I can't do it, Kyle. Before we go to the phone lines here, where are you at on the Sixers? A week and a day from the trade deadline. And Joel Embiid taking an MRI again. So I'm not looking at it, I guess, from as positive of an angle as Hugh is here. But basically, the last thing you just said is more of a reason to me why I think they do have to go all in on this roster. Like, we've been sitting here waiting for 10 years for this like this version of Joel Embiid, the healthy version of a prime Joel Embiid heading into the playoffs. It's not coming, guys. It's never coming. This is what we have. If you're not going to go in, go all in on a prime version of Joel Embiid... Uh, and it's like this healthy version. It's just not happening. So you have you you mentioned the supporting cast. It's not that good. But you know what a trade does, Joe? It gives Joel Embiid a better supporting cast. So I, I'm just Take I'm tired. Of, off of yeah, I'm just tired of sitting around waiting for something that's not coming. So if if and I mean I, we're gonna play in the next segment some of these names that are out there. I mean you don't want to let this pass you by. It's like your your Eagles and Belichick take. That you don't want to let this good crop of uh, of options here pass you by when you have the opportunity to, because guess what? Next year we're not getting a a a, a healthy prime version of Joel Embiid. It's just not happening. You're probably right on that one. I mean, because it's never happened. It doesn't happen. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One last thing, and then we'll go to the phones. I, I I think in the back of our minds we're wondering, did he play last night because of the reaction to what happened in Denver? Here's Nick Nurse. On all that stuff, because there was a lot of reacts. There was a lot of people said he ducked Jokic and he didn't want to play. So what was last night? Was that about the reaction takes about him, or do you just want to play in a game? Here's Nick Nurse. These last couple of days, a lot of commentary about Joel and, and his desire to play, and he's, he's gotten called out a lot after the Denver game. Do you feel like any of that is, is, has impacted his decision-making process as he tries to push and, and be out yeah, there? Yeah, so, I, you know, I can't, again, speak for that. I just think that, again, we're going to do all the things that are that are necessary and that they've been doing for the whole time he's he's been playing here, right? Like, he, he's got these checks. He gets to this point. Medical's good. They check him again. He says he's feeling good. He even said he felt good in the game tonight. So we, you know, again relating to that, he just said he felt like um, he wasn't quite playing like his normal self, but he thought that was just more rust and rhythm than it was anything else. So I like Nick Nurse, but you know what else I heard when he said all that? He kind of washed his hands of it. Like the medical staff told me it's all right. I asked him, he told me it's okay. What do you, What do you want me to do about? This? I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. And and you know, like I said, sometimes there's a big difference between being hurt and being injured. And I guess with that statement that he made, talking about he felt that he was a little rusty that he was going to try to work his way through that. You know how it is, Joe. You're a runner. When you when you first start running, like initially, it hurts. Pain, yeah, yeah, it hurts. Then as soon as you get through that that little bit of soreness, 
then you're back on track. That's probably how you felt last night. Yeah, but I only have to deal for myself, right? If I go down or I have an injury, it's only me that suffers. I mean, Joel has all this stuff going on. It, it, it changes things, and, and maybe it changes what Darryl Morey does the trade deadline. 215-592-9494 is the phone number here. All right, let's react to this whole thing. Joel goes down, taking an MRI today. Are Embiid's injuries holding you back from one of the Sixers to go all in this season? And there are some big names out there. Jeff in Wilmington. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Hugh, can I just put butter and a pinch of salt on those grits? Because that's all I've ever put on. Butter and salt is great. That's a great yeah. combination. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't put sugar on anything, man. Yeah, no. I don't understand that sugar on grits thing, man. Yeah. Now, are there like other dessert grits? Is that where the sugar I don't know comes where from? Come, I don't know I don't where know. they come from. That, that's all, I know, all I know is down south, they like to use a lot of, lot of stuff, a lot of stuff on it, whether it's sugar, salt, whatever. But I'm out on the, on the sugar. Yeah, I definitely don't do sugar. Um, on grits. Joe, it's I'm shocked that you are pessimistic on the Sixers. I, I, I know I'm surprising I, everyone today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really out of character. Um, he, for he me. say he's on brand. Yeah, well, I I, I told Kyle I would be, I would have been making a move or wanting to be making a move whether Joel got hurt last night or not because the constant in this has always been Joel and that he's hurt. So that doesn't change my mind to say, well, throw my hands up and say, well, we're done. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't, nobody really knows what the extent of the injury is anyway. We'll probably find out today. But, yeah, I, I kind of expected them, because they don't have the headache hanging over their head of, you know, Ben Simmons or um, what's his name? Um, why can't I? Harden, Harden. Harden James, yeah, Harden, James yeah. Harden. I forgot his name last time we were talking about this. Yeah, I, I, I think they need to make a – they should make a move. They got a little bit of, you know, assets to play with. Um, you know, and why not? I, I like I said, the constant is Joel and it, that he's hurt. So that doesn't change my mind on anything as far as how I want to make the team better. Yeah, and, and Jeff, I understand that. I mean, that, the constant is what it is. I mean, that hasn't changed. Jeff, we appreciate the phone call. Here's here's the other side of this, and why I I have reservations about trading anything for you know significant. What if we wake up in the summertime and Joel doesn't want to be here anymore? Like, That's what a possibility. It, so then I'm trading like. I, this thing could be a full rebuild in a year. It could be. You, I mean, could, have, you could, could have just Maxi, a bunch of picks. Joel could say, I'm not really sure if it's working out in Philadelphia. And if I've traded my picks away, then what do I have? I, I just, like, where are we going with this? Are the Sixers going to win a championship with Joel Embiid? It feels like they have an opportunity. Nothing's guaranteed, Joe. But to ask me the question flat out, and I know you've been here a lot longer than me, I think there's a possibility that that can happen if you get the right pieces in here. Because the one thing that we said going in there, I think Tyrese has turned into a, a really nice player. He is. I like, I like Patrick Beverly being here in his hustle. I like Crumble Cook, even though, you know, a lot of people don't like Tobias Harris. If he messes around and has a pretty good postseason, they could really be in a good spot. You just need that third score. You need somebody else that's going to be a, 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 be a threat to score. And I think that you have a shot, especially this year. I really think that's the case. Yeah, the more I watch this season, I, I, my thoughts on them, I don't think they're close to the Boston Celtics. I don't think they're close to the teams at the top. I, I actually think last night, and, we, and look, we hope Joel is okay and this is a minor thing. This could be a good thing for Daryl Morey. It could take the decision, decision out of his hands because I don't think this is an easy decision. I mean, Kyle, for the, since the trade of, of Harden, it's been like, do they go in during the season or do they wait for free agency? Because they have money. They have a lot of money available this offseason to go add something maybe better than what they'd get in the season. Yeah. 
So this actually could help Maury make a decision. Well, while we're throwing in, you know, these possibilities, you mentioned the possibility of Joel Embiid not wanting to be here. I'll give you another possibility. What if he is here next year and the injury that he has, you know, the inevitable injury that he has takes him off the court entirely for the season. Then you're two years now of just sitting on your hands, doing nothing. Like, at what point do we accept that this is almost the best case scenario? Like, Joel Embiid is injured, yes, but he's still injured to a degree where he can go out there and perform. Like, this might just be, like, what we have to deal with. Yeah, this is almost the acceptance phase yeah. of the whole thing. It, well, I, we've got, dealt with a lot of years of it to get here. 215-592-9494. Does Embiid's injury, the latest one last night, changed what you want the Sixers to do here? I mean, they got a week to figure this out. Trade deadline of one week from tomorrow. I can't go and cash in assets when my best player is in an MRI tube. Chuck in Mount Airy. What's up, Chuck? <laughs> hey, hey, Joe Gillio. What's going on? Hey, you. What's going on? Hey, Chuck. Everybody else has turned it back on me, but, you know, it's okay. Thank you guys for taking my call. What about uh, oatmeal? I like oatmeal with a little salt in it. You know what I mean? A little salt. You know what? Oatmeal. I make uh, steel cut oats, and I throw a little salt while the water's boiling, and I put the oats in. See, when I do, that's steel, good. Uh, when I do steel cuts, I just eat them with butter. Steel cuts and butter. Yeah, that's it. Because, you know, like when you eat oats, like, unless I'm eating like the uh, maple syrup ones, but I, with the plain ones, you got to eat those. You like. a steel cuts guy or a regular oats guy? Well, yeah. it all depends. Like, if I'm trying to, you know, get ready for, like, I'm getting ready for clear water. Shredding season? Yeah, I got to get ready. Got to get them steel cuts. Yeah, steel with cuts are good, with Chuck. A little bit of salt and butter. Yeah, Chuck, what are you thinking on Embiid right. here? Well, you know, you already know what I'm thinking. You know, it's time to get his ass out of here, man. I got, you got to go. I mean, you know, what are we doing? I mean, we pulled to build a team to win a championship. I mean, why are we sitting in our hands now? We already seen 10 years of this. You know what the story is going to be. You know what I mean? We keep trying to see, have a different result. You know, the guy is a regular season player. That's all he is. You know what I mean? And it's not going to change. It's time to get rid of Joel Embiid and get, have the assets we have. And, and Daryl Moore, start doing your job. Start building this team up. You know what I mean? Joel, you can get a lot more assets added on to what we have now if we get rid of Joel Embiid, I know people don't want to hear that because you just dropped 70 points, but that's, that's, that's a parade for the 70 points. I mean, let me know when the parade is. What yeah, I don't know points? when it's scheduled, but we got to have one for Luke. Luca gets one in Dallas. Booker got yeah. one last year. It's like there's been like five yeah. guys the last two, through two years have done it. Exactly. I mean, Joe, listen, what are we doing here? I mean, we, we've, been, we've been waiting for Joel to stay healthy around this time, and every time, by clockwork, we're going into February, March, April, you got to hold your breath every year. Enough is enough, man. You know, I mean, the guy has been a great 76er. You know, I mean, we can appreciate him for what he is. But sometimes you got to be proactive in situations like this. And you have to move forward trying to build a team. Build this team around Maxi. You got some good young pieces. You got some money. You know what I mean? You can try to build this thing the right way now. You know what I mean? You can't, you know, everybody else, you know, before was like, oh, well, you know, you can't trade and be. What are you going to get for him? But we got some assets from the Harden trade, and now we can get a ton for Embiid if we be proactive in this situation and realize that we're never going to win a championship with this guy. Never. And every day, every injury, Chuck, we appreciate it. It feels more like that. 215-592-9494. For your reaction, Joel hurt again last night, MRI. We'll see how bad the knee is. But if I'm Daryl Moore, I can't. I, I can't go in at this trade deadline for real when my best player can't stay on the court, never can. All right, we'll get to all your phone calls after the break. Does last night, the latest Embiid injury, and really it's – it's been a few weeks now of this knee be- being a problem for him. Uh, it was an ankle, it was a knee. I mean, it's always something. But now the knee is a significant one last night. MRI today. Does it change what you think the Sixers should do at the trade deadline? We will get to a major Bill Belichick rumor that I have I have to talk about here because this is, this is big stuff. And 
and, and the MRI results. When they come in for Joel Embiid, we'll get it to you any minute. Plus, wait till you hear some of the names being floated around in potential trades. There's These are some big names out there. NBA trade deadline a week from today. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? Yeah, me too. That's why I'm to my friends at QC Kinetics. Hugh Douglas here. And let me tell you, I did my third. Was it my third? Because I can't, you know, math is hard. I did my third uh, session. That's, I think that's what you call them, sessions or whatever. But anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is this. My knees feel better. I was running this morning, and boy, I tell you, no pain, no pain, no pain. It feels so good. I know I say this every day. It might not be a marathon, but the 5K looks like it's in my future. This is not a Band-Aid that I'm talking about. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. If you like to work out or do anything outside, any kind of activities, pickleball, whatever it is you like to do, this could help you out tremendously. You know your body has what it needs to restore and repair itself, and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America, and guess what? If you call now, you can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, you need to call my folks at QC Kinetics. The number is 215-999-3000. That's 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics, check them out. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know who the guy I would go after? I'd go after Clay Thompson. I, I would go after Clay Thompson if things in Golden State continually go south here. And see if you know you get to a point where Clay says, you know what, I want to go win. This team's going to be a playing team at best. Um, and but if I was if I was if I was um, Philadelphia, I'd go after Clay Thompson and put him in the backcourt with uh, with uh, Tyrese Maxey here. And, and, and even if it cost you two ones, because as I said, you would have one one left. And then when you get the night of the draft, all of a sudden you have three first again in case another player becomes available here. Here we go. The names have begun. The rumor is out there. Bobby Marks, ESPN, talking about Clay Thompson, the possibility of him mm. landing with the six. Right, 215-592-9494, the number. As we discuss if Embiid's injuries, and the latest one last night, we'll pass along any MRI news we get as soon as it comes in here. He got hurt last night, got rolled up on by Kaminga late in that game. He was hobbling before that. Embiid is obviously hurt. We'll find out how bad, but... I'm at the point where all the Embiid injury stuff has me out. I, I'm, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm not trading multiple first-round picks for any of these guys. And, look, I, I've always loved Clay Thompson. Now, he's not the player he used to be. 
He's had a lot of injuries. He can injuries. still shoot, though. He can still shoot. Um, he's not shooting at his normal percentage, but, you know, we know, Hugh, he can still shoot. He's averaging 17.6 a game, 38% for three. He can still shoot. Uh, he is a little bit older, though, 33 years old. So we have the Clay Thompson thing. How about this one, though? You want to perk up people's ears? How what about this name? Well, this is a name that everyone in this city still longs for. Kendrick Perkins, listen to this idea of a trade. It's time for the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler to go their separate ways. And I believe that the Miami Heat need to do right by Jimmy and trade him to a team that's actually that actually could compete for a title this season. You hear that? You hear the sound there of people screaming across the Delaware Valley? We should have, we should have never let him go. Bring Jimmy back. Hugh, your reaction to those two? And, and I know you still think this team should be trying to improve here at the trade deadline. Uh, I, I, don't, I think Clay's a pipe dream. Jimmy, don't know. Uh, I know him and Joel Embiid are good friends, or, or they they play well together. Uh, but I, I feel like Clay's a pipe dream. Jimmy might that might happen. That that might fit. But I don't think Clay's gonna leave Golden State. Hell, they paid Draymond a whole bunch of money to keep him there. So I think they want to try to keep that group together as long as they possibly can. So I don't see Clay going. Yeah, they should break it up though. It's over. The Warriors are not winning any more titles. It feels like it. Yeah, I, I think struggled. that thing is they over. Struggled my, they've been struggling mightily. So there's one more name that was put out there yesterday. Kevin O'Connor, the ringer, wrote a whole story about how LeBron James here is at the end but still playing at a super high level, 27-5-5 a game. Still ridiculous. They got dragged. Yeah, well, they stink. I mean, the team stinks. It's not good enough, and he's going to waste away his last year or whatever it is in L.A. So even LeBron James's name is out there. And you guys know deep down, like, do I want LeBron here? Of course. I mean, it's LeBron James. But I just don't think this team is worth this. They got to hold on to these draft picks. They have to hold on to whatever future they could have. You know, the NBA is what in football, you could undo things very fast. You make one bad move, you make one bad signing, you sign a Carson Wentz, boom, two, three years later, you know, Howie just maneuvers. Yeah, you're out. You can, you can move on very fast. In the NBA, you make the wrong deal and you bring in a player that's past their prime, it hampers you for years. Yeah. Think about the Elton Brand signing here all those years ago. He was done. And Chris Webber, I mean, it. You make mistakes, it crushes you. Yeah, and it takes you a long time in NBA to, to, to recover yeah. from some of those bad mistakes that you make. But those are names like LeBron James. I don't see LeBron James coming here either. I think he's made his life in L.A., and he's going to probably end up – that's probably going to be his last team. Could be, that he unless he wants to win. He could just ask to get out and then go back to L.A. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you on that, but I, I, I just don't see LeBron coming, coming to Philly. And then when LeBron comes to Philly, he's, he's going to be the focal point. Like LeBron. Le, MB is going to, have to take a back seat to that. I don't know how, how he's going to feel about that. Well, he should. It's LeBron James. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying that he shouldn't. But, you know, some guys, when they're in a situation like that, Joe, they don't do too well playing being second fiddle. Well, then you know what? Then enjoy the second round exits the rest of your life. I mean, like, <laughs> we got to grow up here. I mean, you might be right on that. So, But you still think they should go in here. Yeah. They should try yes. at the trade deadline. Yes, and I want I, – I, you know, I wrote down some names. Y'all took some notes this morning. Oh, he's got That's some names. names. What do you got? That are really, like – they're more feasible as far as what you're talking about. How does the name Zach Levine? Does that get you moving? No. Shooting guard? Well, I mean, I he's a good player. He could score. You know, he's banged up in his money. That contract is yeah, the, the so contract, bad. But, but you're talking about another shooter. Now, that's a name that, that realistically – that can happen in a guy. Our guy, so our guy Elliot at twelve will join us, and okay. Ike. They, I believe, they're both big Zach Levine guys. Okay. So you got some support okay, around here. Okay, and another, a name that I've been saying for a while. I don't know because his name's kind of heated up from the A, the John Murray. His name's been a, been associated with trading for the last couple of years. They haven't done it yet. I know a lot of people are talking about he might end up in in uh, L.A. 
But there's a guy that could fit well with this team in another score. I'd rather have DeJounte Murray of the two you threw out. But I'm, I'm still out on any of this. What is the point of this so Joel yeah. can watch from the bench? I got one more name. Okay, give me, give me. Let's hear it. How about this one? Pascal Siakam. We just got traded to Indiana. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's that's out. what I'm saying. He's but out. he could still, he potentially, you could you could try to, you know. You like swing another trade yeah. for him? Well, he yeah. could, but oh, here's one with Siakam. Siakam could be a free agent they sign in the offseason. He's, yeah. he's available. I like Siakam. And I, look, if they, I thought the Sixers should have been on that trade. Indiana got him a couple weeks ago. But I, look, I, I, I like Siakam. I like Murray. I don't like Levine much. These are all wonderful names. <laughs> he said, I don't like no, I don't like Levine. That contract would bury well, the Sixers. Yeah, that is like fifty million or something crazy. Uh, it's like, like that. we we were about to end the Tobias thing. Now you want to bring the next Tobias yeah, you're in? Right, you're He's right. Tobias two point the, the money is yeah. Uh, all right, Kyle. Before we go back to the phones here, I mean, you were in on trading for people anyway. Those names. I mean, Hugh brought three to the table, and then you throw in the LeBron. You throw in the Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is the one that's Clay Thompson. Yeah, Jimmy's the one I'm sure that's peaking interest. Clay's like an old limping dog at this point that you're just <laughs> oh, you know like you're counting that's down the a days. Tough way to put yeah, it, it's yeah. brutal. But uh, Jimmy. Butler is a dog. I mean, he is the exact foil to all the issues that we've had about Joel Embiid's mentality, the team's mentality in the postseason. Maybe he can bring some heat culture to the Sixers. I, I mean, look, and if Joel Embiid does go out or need to miss a short period of time, you can still win some basketball games if you have Jimmy Butler. So I'm, I'd be all in on Jimmy that. Buckets. Is he going to come with that perm that he had at the beginning of the season? He very well might. All right, so let's say that let, <laughs> I just – Guys, you're, I, tired, you're just tired of Joel, man. I, I feel it. It's I'm, just like you, you, you're tired, not him personally, just of the the scenario that, scenario that keeps playing itself out. It's Groundhog Day. We do this <laughs> every year. And look, I, I think for the first time in a long time, the Sixers have some. You could see the uh, you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. They're out. The, Tobias's contract ends after this season. They actually have draft picks for the first time in a while. They could figure this thing out around Tyrese Maxey and whatever they do the next four or five years. I'm not. I'm done going in around Joel. I'm done. I'm like we've done this already, and it hasn't worked. Chris in Middletown. What's up, Chris? Fellas, welcome to Sports Hell. <laughs> Chris, good morning. How are you? No, uh, man. Why? 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 Why do we have to do this all over again with him, dude? I'm so tired of this man being hobbled, being broken. He's been broken since day one. Like. Can we please stop acting like we're surprised by this? Oh, no one should be surprised. I mean, it's it's the same story every year. And, you know, Chris, whenever we talk about this, people get upset and they get in their feelings. Like, it's why well, you're being unfair to him. It's just, to, to me, the way I view it is it's almost like yes or no, black or white. Like, it is what it is, it's right? Unfo- it's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Yeah. He's always hurt. That's, that's just the reality of it. Hugh, Hugh listen to me, Hugh. Come on, you, I, I start watching the beginning of that game, and you know what? I was the lucky one because I fell asleep, <laughs> and thank God I did. But, dude, he looked awful. And yeah, he was, he was hobbled. He listen, was definitely hobbled. I got my injuries, too. My knee kills me. You know, I'm a, old man pains, right? But once I get warmed up and get moving, I get what you're saying. But, dude, it, it wasn't like, okay, the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the first quarter. Dude, he was hobbled the entire time. He wasn't jumping. Like, they were going right at him because they were like, dude, he can't do anything. Like, he did not deserve to be out there. Nick Nurse, you know, going, oh, well, he's a little rusty. Dude, uh, okay, I get it, Nick. you got to say you got to say the press. But, dude, use your damn eyes. He looked awful. Get him off the floor. But I know it's probably not his call. Guys, here's what I want to do. I, I want to trade him. Mm. I don't think we're going anywhere with him. But here's something that really interests me. You guys said Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Now, 
Um, and Hugh, you just mentioned Siakam. They got Toronto got three number ones for Siakam. So if we go to trade Joel, mm-hmm. if they were able to get three number ones for him, what do you think we would get for Joel and B? And how about this trade? How about we trade him, go get Jimmy Butler, send him down to Miami, grab a couple of ones because we're going to get more back than just a straight of trade. And now you got Butler, a couple of ones in your pocket, and Tyrese Maxey. I'd rather my postseason odds with that than what we have right now and the future moving forward. Yeah, I think it'd be so. a better postseason odds. I agree with that. And you mentioned the Siakam trade. They got three ones. I think last year, Rudy Gobert, when he went from Utah to Minnesota, they got four number ones for Gobert, and he can't even score. He's just a defensive player. So, yeah, I mean, if the Sixers ever did this, obviously they'd have to do it at a time, uh, you know, Chris, that Joel is healthier. But if they ever did it, they would get a ton back for him. Of course they would. He, he, he's leading the league in scoring. They would get a yeah. lot. I, and again, you got, you got to sell him high. You got to sell him high. And we all got to step back from our emotions with him because we look at him and you go, oh my God, I don't want to hold him. He's, he's a phenomenal guy. But listen, let's step back. When he came in the league, we knew he had the broken foot. He's got the bad back. He's got the bad knees. And we knew his shelf life was going to be short. And I remember talking about it, and they said, hey, if we get four or five years out of this guy, that would be phenomenal. That opens that window to win. Listen, that window is getting ready to shut. Sell him now while you can get some assets. You're 100% right, Hugh. You got a star on your team in in Maxie. Build around him. Put some more ones back in your pocket. Bring Jimmy in so you can try to make a run this year. But you know what? getting ones back in your pocket and freeing up cap for the future. Yeah, they got to think big picture. Chris, appreciate the phone call. I just think the Sixers need to think big picture on this and not worry about this year. I I think the chances of them winning a championship this year, almost regardless of what they get, like Murray or Levine, you know, any of those kind of guys, I I just, I put them at, I don't know, like what what chances do they have to actually do something real? 3%, 5%? A chip in the chair. I feel like in the NBA, especially now, these days, that all you need is a chance. You just need to get in. And you get hot at the right time, and anything is possible. A chip in a chair. So if you get the right pieces and they gel at the right time, we can keep we can keep Joel hurt. I think we at least, and I'm, I know I hate I'm about to say this because I would probably get ratio for this. We owe it to him to try to at least push push all in one year. We owe it to Joel and B to push I, I knew, in. I knew I couldn't think. Of no, the Sixers <laughs> owe it to themselves to do what's best for their I knew, team. I knew. I can't. No, I don't know. They don't have anything. Joel and B. They, they they've given him a runway of a decade here. Ro- owe it to him. I knew when it came out of my mouth that it was not going to sit well. Well, no, I think a lot of people agree with you. I mean, I I, I don't. Think, no, but I'm just saying. I like, just don't agree. This is the year, and I feel like if. If last night wouldn't have happened and, you know, he would have taken his his other five games whenever they were parceled out throughout the season and we would have made a deep playoff run, I think everything would have been fine. I, I still hope that this injury that he suffered last night is not that serious. I hope I so, really, too. Really and, and from the, what I saw this morning, the Sixers didn't seem to think last night that it was. And they, you know, they do the check, the immediate check with the trainers. Mm-hmm. It could be wrong, right? If some of those MRIs show things you don't think are there, we hope they're right and it's not super serious, but – I don't know, hyperextension, that could be a few weeks. Yeah, it could be, and he could be, be back in that brace yeah. or, or in that brace even longer because I think he had it on last night, and I think that's one of the reasons why it wasn't as bad as it could have potentially been. Yeah, well, that's – look, he, he, he seemed to be in pain. John Ritchie had an interesting way of framing it this morning. Like, John was doing his thing where he kind of broke it down in a way that only John Ritchie could, and he mentioned how if it's an MCL – 
it hurts more than an ACL. I guess that has to do with blood flow and the way our, our knees are. Like ACLs, you almost don't feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just kind of could walk it off, but it feels weird. He, he, John surmised it was maybe an MCL because he looked like he was in real pain. And that actually could bring him back sooner. So we don't know yet. Well, any information we get today with the MRI will pass along. But Joel's hurt again. I mean, this is, again. That, that's the thing for you. It's like hurt again. Again. Yeah. Again. And I look at the – so it's two parts for me. One, Joel is hurt again. That's the constant. But two, I don't think this team around him is good enough. I mean, it, it, like we have these kind of scrappy players. I think this year's team has been almost more enjoyable to watch. Because they're scrappy. Yeah. But scrappy doesn't win NBA titles. It doesn't. Wait a minute. The Detroit Pistons were pretty scrappy. But they were, but they were talented. Five, five talented guys. That was also like 2002. Yeah, it was know, a long time ago. When you say scrappy, that's I thought about Bill Wallace. And, you know what I mean? Scrappy hasn't won NBA titles in like 20 <laughs> no, years. No, you're right. I mean, I got you, man. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out well, something here. But man. to your point, a better supporting <laughs> cast would, which I, yeah, is I, how you, you know, you go all in and you. I get believe, it. I believe you have some of the supporting cast members here. You just need another shooter. You need another shooter. I think if you get another shooter and we keep Joel healthy, we got a shot. Yeah, I think they have one supporting cast member. I mean, like Pat Bev and some of those guys could be bench guys. I like Pat Bev a lot. He's actually – You don't like the way Kelly Oubre has been playing lately? Kelly Oubre, there's, you know, there's 50 of him in the league. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, Kelly Oubre's fine. I, I, the other, Tobias Harris uh, – Crumble Cookie. Yeah, your guy, Crumble Cookie. I just like – like and, and Tobias – well, he's probably not listening, but anybody in his family because, you know, people like to – Tweet people tell mm. them all you talk about. I don't mean it in a bad way. You the one that said crumble cookie. I just think it's funny because every time I see you do your thing, I just think of crumble cookie. That's his thing now. Yeah, you know what that, I like think crumble of? cookie. You know what I think of when I see uh, Tobias? What? I, I count the days for his contract to expire. No, Tobias. I'm telling you, oh. this, this playoff scenario, Tobias is going to factor in big to us having success. Well, he'll factor in big. I'm not sure if it's <laughs> in a positive. Yeah, note, in a positive. Okay. Note. All right, this will be the year. Kent is in Norristown. Hey, Kent. How's my two favorite Embiid haters doing today? You know what? It's not two. It's one Embiid hater today because he actually makes some sense today. It's unbelievable. <laughs> my guy, he was finally came to the light, man. He started to understand that Embiid is that guy, man. Or, He's what are we talking about? You know what, Ken? I'm gonna let you live today, man. Because I, I I see how you do. You you're that guy that just come in and just start poking people with a stick. That's what Ken, you Ken, do. Kent, the, the floor is yours. T- tell me why the Sixers should you know go all in at the trade deadline with this nonsense? Because Embiid is one of the, is, is the top not is a top five player in the NBA, and to not build around Embiid and try to go for championship is just pure nonsense. What are we talking about today? Kent. The man got hurt. It happens. It's the NBA. People get hurt. People sit out. It happens. Why are we? You should see a man land on his leg last night. You think he could avoid the day? No, oh, here we go. See, Kent, you're the one. You're exactly what I'm talking about. This okay, is not well, a Kent. It's not about fault. It's not about feeling bad. It, I live in reality. He I, can't I, stay healthy. Why is it so hard to say it out loud? He can't well, stay healthy. Not the league. He can't stay on the court. Okay. So what? So all right. So he can't stay in the court. He can't stay on the court. They have they're, they're they're fifth in the Eastern Conference right now. Why am I trading away valuable assets to go help this team? They're not winning a thing. So what would so what would you rather do? You you would rather trade and beat? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not trading and beat right now. He's hurt. It's the middle of the season. What I'm saying is I'm not trading away the draft picks they just got to help this you, team. They're they're not. It's not good enough. So you don't think he can get healthy and be ready for the play? Wasn't he healthy going into the playoffs last season? And then what happened? He got trampled by five people to try to take him out, which they did. What are we talking about? 
Yeah, he wasn't triple teamed no, hold, in the first round of playoffs. Hold on. Let's act like the Brooklyn Nets didn't go all in to try to stop him beat and, and it wasn't d- destroying him that injured him and got him out of the playoffs. Kent, do, don't you think, do you think it's a coincidence? Or, like, well, how do you think this works? Like, why do you think guys like LeBron, Hakeem Olajuwon, Carl Malone, they didn't miss games? They were durable. That durable. Our guy isn't. This is like, we keep making it like accidents keep happening. He's not built for this. Yeah, like these. We mean are these not accidents? These are people running into MB that's causing these. This is not like something he's. These, are, wait, these wait, are, wait, are limited. Wait, wait, these are limited. Oh, hold on a second. So LeBron James has played more minutes than anyone in the history of the game, but he just avoids accidents for twenty three years. Did it, did did and be, did LeBron get um, elbowed by Siakam in his in his order for him to do something? That's something that B can avoid. Is 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 LeBron getting triple teamed? Yeah, in, in a playoff game. Yeah, he's not getting tri- he's not getting triple teamed every time down the floor because they don't have nobody else to play. Let's be for real. No, now. but can't you you make you make yeah, it you know no hold on hold on hold on you make it sound you make it sound like these game. you make it sound like all of this is just accidental bad luck. Limited his, snickets. His <laughs> body's not built for it. How, why don't you get that? I'm not saying. <laughs> Joe, Joe, the man is down there pounding, and people are attacking him, and they're causing him to get injured. You're trying to say this is his fault? No, no, you yeah, you you just did what I said. No one said fault. What I'm okay, saying is so. he's not. I'm not. I'm not wasting away more of my assets around a guy that can't stay on the court, man. Right, it's a waste a of time. Can I, you, can I ask you a question, Joe? Yes. Is is Joel Embiid not one of the most elite players in the NBA playing today? In the regular season, sure. But let's, let's, let's also be fair. Let's be fair. Has he really has is Joel's in B time here? Has he really had a legit number two that has been able to uplift him besides the year with Jimmy Butler? When he had Jimmy Butler, we finally seen him. G was about to go get over the hump. If that little doink doink by uh, by by Leonard doesn't happen, well, he, he also he also missed a game in the series because he couldn't stay on the court. Am I wrong? I, did he? Was that his? That, so you uh, blaming him B for that? No, you can't. Again, I, I can't. I, my brain, my brain's gonna explode. My brain's gonna explode. We do the thing with blame and fault. I live in yes or no. Is he reliable? He's been hurt a lot, so he's not reliable. If you want to push, put, put, paint me in a corner like that, Joe. Yes, he's not. Well, no, but be, well, no, he's not. Is it yes or no? Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm trying to figure out if this is worth it. My best player's not reliable. And to your, and to your point, like. Your your biggest asset is your availability. Yeah, of course. No, no question about that. It, but it, in this case, the unfortunate thing about it is because we they were talking about load management on the on the broadcast mm-hmm. last night and how Joel and B was trying to more so position himself to be ready for the playoffs. This is this is clearly this injury. I feel like is going to take him out of the MVP voting anyway. Yes. Because he only got five games yeah. left, and he's probably going to miss a couple more. So you actually see the silver lining in it. Then maybe yes, it. I do. I, I feel like this. There's no pressure for Joel Embiid in the MVP, stat, MVP status. Now you get ready for the playoffs. So I feel like there's a, the, a, a silver lining. Because whether or not he was hurt when they played in, in Denver or whatever, he's hurt for real now. There's no, and now with him being almost at the threshold of 17 games mm. – he he's gonna miss five games. He's gonna at least miss five to six more games. I would, I would even so. say ten games. So th- what we do now is get him as healthy as we possibly can, make a trade for somebody, and make a run. Because now there's no excuse. You know, last year it was the whole MVP thing, and he got the MVP, and he ran out of gas toward the end. And like I said in the broadcast last night, that's all they talked about. They talked about him wanting to win a championship. Right. So now 
since that's going to be off the table, MVP is going to be off the table, get ready to win a championship. Yeah, to your point on the um, the MVP stuff and probably going to now miss enough games that that won't be a story down the end of the season. He'll, just, he'll be eliminated, right? If he misses five more, he can't win the award. Hugh, they have eight more games between now and the All-Star break. Again, we don't know. We're waiting for news on the MRI. We don't know how serious, but if it's – if it's the kind of thing where they say he should take a couple weeks off, I, I don't think he'll, he should play again until the All-Star break. Right, That gives him three full weeks to rest this thing. And, and can then I just a break. say this, too, with the All-Star break being around the corner? I can't tell a grown man what to do. But the optics of this situation, I, like if he wants to go to the All-Star game, that's fine. Don't think he should participate. Didn't we do this last year? I, I'm just saying, Joe, because I know <laughs> I, I know we just started with this. I don't think you should participate. I'm, I, of course, I'm with you. But right. I, literally, we had the same thing last year. Yeah, it was something like that. I, I think it was the same. I, I forget what it was a knee. I mean, who knows what it was. And it's in Indianapolis. It's in Indy, Indiana. It's in Indi- Indiana this year. Yeah. Is, does that, that's Indianapolis, right? Because yes. I can't see any. Indianapolis, where, Indiana. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like, I'm like Kansas City, Missouri, which no, always I'm throws saying, people but it off. can't be in like Muncie, Indiana, because that don't seem like that's a fun place to go hang out. Fort Wayne, yeah. Muncie. <laughs> yeah. How many Indiana South towns? South Bend. Yeah. <laughs> no, that don't sound cold and no, snowy. No, that's what I'm saying. When it said Indiana, I was like, wait a minute, it's in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I would suggest that you know you don't probably play an All Star game. I agree with you on that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop in. We'll come back at your phone calls here. Does the latest Embiid injury last night hurts his knee? And look, he was hobbling around on the whatever he came into the game with, but then he gets hurt worse later in the game. Does it change what you think the Six should do at the at the trade deadline? I, I'm out. I, I don't think this team is worth trading significant assets to help if he's banged up again. And I don't think the Sportacast is, is particularly great either. I wouldn't do it. Hughes in. Kyle says, if not now, when? On the Sixers and going in around Embiid. I wouldn't. Your reaction to all that, and we get back. We got to hit something. An interesting report from Boston yesterday linking Belichick to the Eagles. Again, yes, again. You'll hear that next. Your calls, 215 592 9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.